0: Welcome to Brave Always, the people podcast, designed for everyday people to ask those questions you've always wanted to ask when it comes to work. My name's Luke, I'm a co-founder here at MJOY, and my genuine passion is helping people to find meaning through service.
1: And I'm M, and I'm also co-founder of MJOY, and I've been passionately pioneering change in the employee experience space for the better of people.
0: Alright, well welcome to today's episode. Let's hear the question. Why is it a requirement that anything from senior management or corporate comms has to put me to sleep?
1: This is a true one though, right? (laughs) We hear this all the time. And I think, like, first of all, no offence to anyone in any of these roles, tough, difficult job. Mm. But I think there tends to be, from what we've seen, a bit of a lens of, why is it so heavy? Why does it suddenly Mm. feel unhuman? Mm. unhuman is that a word not human? <laughs>
0: not human not human it just feels very dry very dry and I think if <gasps> I look back to the time when you know when we we're working in corporates and you get these emails out now I wanted the information yeah I was always a sucker for a good corporate comms email yeah. like because I just wanted to see what's happening because I love to have my finger on the pulse like mm. oh did you hear or if, because I've heard it was happening and then all of a sudden I get the email to confirm that yep that's what we're doing we're buying this thing or we're doing this thing or this change is coming I like the information I'm a fan of it but it would come out in these email formats that you would read it and you'd go, did you have fun even writing this? Like like that concerns me, I think, sometimes. So I guess when I hear this going, you know, why is it always to put us to sleep? To your point, this is with no offense to anyone, but it's about, I guess, putting ourselves in the shoes of most people who receive these emails. I think email, traditional email, is a bit dead. Completely dead. Like we both believe this in terms of communication and digital communication, but it's a bit dead. And actually, if I think about... My day to day life, there's nothing that I receive that's in a big, long winded format. I don't even get letters anymore. I think if you have to scroll, I mean, you've said it to
1: me, if you have to scroll a text from me, you stop reading. (laughs) So it's like if you have to scroll and Elon, you're still scrolling, (laughs) just screeds long of information. A, your brain can't process it. B, that's not how we talk these days. We talk in bite size, small bits of information, Mm. video content, audio content. Like, (laughs) you know, it's move, right? So I think the the nature of a heavy email just doesn't feel nice these yeah. days. I say it would be number one, kinda of like
0: It's also really impersonal. I wanna hear from the CEO. I wanna hear from my leader, because I'm designed, we're all designed this way in a hierarchy, that we look up to our leader. So I wanna hear from the top, his update or her update on whatever that situation. But we
1: know they're not going to write their own email, right? Because exactly. they're too busy, which yeah. I get. Yeah. But here is why we're so passionate about using tools, you know, social comms kind of style tools where you can do a video. It's because I actually get to hear from you in your language. Yeah,
0: absolutely. I agree. And I think it's this is not about a plug, but I guess looking at it from our perspective or what we see work in organisations and thinking, why does it feel so dry? Well, when you've got tools like Workplace from Meta, yeah. which is what we implement into businesses, but that social comms tool where it's like, well... <laughs> are you I worried? know I <laughs> what know it coming. is. <laughs> (laughs) No, but it is in every single day I go and I leave those meetings and I leave any work that I'm doing and I get onto a social comms tool and I engage with my friends that way. I consume information that way. Heck, I even get podcasts like this consumed that way because I get all these beautiful little bite-sized nuggets of information that are relevant that I've subscribed to. And I think the reason these old traditional comms put you to sleep is because it is outdated and it doesn't match how we live now. It doesn't match how we consume information now. It's impersonal, it's large, it's got too much information so it's not relevant. Like the way I consume information on my social platforms is I pick and choose who I want to hear from. I pick and choose how I want to be able to take that information. So I have built up habits and a way of working in a primary part of my life and then I come into an office space and then all you do is in silos dump me impersonal in information but
1: I think the dumping it's the one way when you consume information outside of work mm. you can have an opinion because generally it's in a forum where you can make a comment you can like it yeah. you can unlike it um, <laughs> you know what I mean whereas you can't really do that with email I'm gonna go out on a limb here and say I think a lot of the time, why does it bore you to tears? I think because there's this fear that sits behind it, right? So I think this really talks to the culture of an organization and how much trust is in the organization. Mm. Because let's look at one of our classic ones, like like, that we deal with regularly with people around feedback from engagement surveys, Mm. right? So they go out, they ask all these questions, half the time irrelevant questions. Um, <laughs> they get the results, they're sitting in it for half a century and then they decide to feedback by twisting the language to make it sound positive and you think, I know what I answered. I shared some pretty f- big frustrations. Yeah. No one's going to answer an engagement survey and it be all roses, right? Yeah. Yet what we get back is something that doesn't feel genuine. Mm. It feels like it's got an agenda and because someone's trying to meet someone's target up above, Mm. right? And do you know what,
0: now that we're saying this, I've never had this, because we deal with this all the time, right? So we go into organizations, we see the data and then we see the communication Mm. and then we go, hey, maybe we could do this a little bit differently and we help to manage that part. If I'm an employee, so if I was to take that, you know, our approach of feet first leadership and, yeah. and kind of go, I'm sat as an employee. I've shared my frustrations. I've said what's on my chest. And I kind of believe because in my immediate group of people, we all kind of share similar frustrations because mm. they're, they're known issues. And I go and I put into this forum and then what spits back is to say that I'm wrong mm. and that that isn't a truth. Mm. And so all of a sudden I'm even more disengaged because I'm now sitting here questioning myself. I'm either going, you're either lying because I do not believe that because I've spoken about this to other people and they feel the same. Or I'm the odd one out here, and actually, should I be here? And how alarming is that for individuals who are maybe fantastic contributors to your organisation? Top talent who maybe do go, you know what, I know my worth here, Mm -hmm. and I'm going to share how I feel because I really want to be a part of a culture of feedback, and so I'm going to share my thoughts. And then what gets fed back to me is that we're doing fantastic, and that actually what you said isn't real.
1: It puts you to sleep also because it doesn't speak in a human way. Mm -hmm. Like, why not say... Guys, thanks for your feedback. Really appreciate you doing that. Gee, we've got some work to do. Yeah. Like, we have really dropped the ball here, here, and here. Okay, that feels normal. Versus, you know, it's been a wonderful year. We've seen some great uplift and some... It comes kind of back to our language conversation, right? Mm. Do we use more complicated language to sound intelligent, to hide the truth? What's the reason? Mm. Like, you know, I think the best leaders that I've heard speak are the ones that speak in a way where, you know how we do the squint thing or we squint mm. going, what the-? mm. whatever they're saying. We just go, ooh, like you just mm. – because it's, it's something – it's just a conversation. It's mm. not conversational. Mm. It's manufactured. And I think mm. we're all a bit tired and – sick of manufactured comms and then the moment someone steps up and speaks real and speaks a bit human, suddenly our ears prick up and we listen Mm. and they play back what actually happened so the Mm. truth piece comes out.
0: Because it's authentic right? So it comes back to what we believe in in terms of building out those really meaningful authentic moments at work and so when you get comms that are rigid and manufactured and impersonal because it's got the CEO's face and a signature at the bottom of it, great. But that kind of doesn't mean anything because I really don't know if he's read over that or if he's just read it and gone, yep, that's a version of truth that needs to go out there. Which, by the way, I'm not naive to the fact that I know when you're a large enough organization, yes, there are things that you have to tailor and put in a particular way. Because this is by no means I dig at people who do this. And there are some incredible comms people out there who manage to pull together the required information for that organization. I guess thinking of the question why is it when senior managers or corporate communications go out, we all want to fall asleep? It's because maybe the person asking the question is in an organisation where they haven't moved with the times. They're not dealing with their people in a space that is relevant to the age in which we live in, which is... When you are at work, people are being told, bring your whole self, you know, be you, be authentic, but don't think you're going to talk back because we're only going to send you one-way emails. You don't get a voice. When you do have your moment to have a voice, we're not going to share it back with you appropriately, but be
1: you. Yeah. And I would <laughs> challenge you? that list then to perhaps ask themselves, am I in an organization where we communicate on email? Is it one way down? Because if it is, it's probably why it's boring. And yeah. is there any space or openness to think about how can we communicate differently? Mm. Guaranteed, if your leaders and your comm space could have these two-way chats you're talking about, it'd shift the dial immediately.
0: Yeah. And I think when people think about communication, another way to look at it is like, you're building a relationship, right? Because that's ultimately what a business should be doing with great communication. That's how I look at it, right? I love a good analogy of how these things are. But it's like you're building a relationship. So if I was in a relationship with an individual who was really impersonal, who spoke at me, never listened to me. That when I did speak to them, they disregarded it completely. Would I want to be in relationship with that individual? Whether it's an intimate, friendship, whatever it might be, I wouldn't want to. Why is it any different at work? We're in a time where we have the ability, the tools and technology exists. And so we're craving these natural things, which is if I'm going to be in an organization where I find meaning, where I find belonging in what I do, where I'm seen, I'm heard, I'm celebrated, the three emotional drivers of psychological safety and your tools and the way you do things are not allowing for that to happen, why would I want to be there? How can you possibly believe I'm going to be engaged? And how can you possibly believe that I'm not gonna fall asleep when you send out that god-awful email? Mm -hmm. I (laughs) hear you. Yeah. To wrap it up, have we answered the question? Why is it a requirement that anything from senior management or corporate comms has to put me to sleep?
1: I think it's because it's the environment then. Have they moved with these times? Have they got the technology and the tools to communicate in a way that feels genuine? Possibly not. Maybe they're just working in an old school mentality. What's the trust culture like at your organisation? Do you have people that are empowered to speak their truth and freely and not feel like there's any kind of repercussions? All those kind of questions. I think you need to look at the organisation you're at and if you're in that space, it's possibly why you're still getting communications that way. If you've got a burning question, something that's been frustrating you or you just wanted to get an answer to, send us a message on either LinkedIn or Instagram at MJOY.
0: And you'll find all those details in the show notes.